You're listening to Love is the Answer, a podcast that explores the power of love in real life with your hosts, Lynn Kidd and Laurel Elstrom. Oh, we are so excited to have with us today, Sebastian Blacksley. He's coming to us from Buenos Aires, Argentina. And um, he is the channel slash author of the book series, Choose Only Love. He's been getting downloads from the angels and archangels and Jesus and Mary and a host of other holy beings. And um, from what I understand, he just can't like scribe it out fast enough. So we're really excited to talk with him and find out what his process has been like and what the messages are. And uh, so we'll, we'll jump in. And uh, so Lynn, do you want to take it from there? Yeah, just before we get started, uh, we want to remind all, all of our listeners out there um, that we want to help uh, you with your challenges or any issues that are coming up. And um, we're going to investigate uh, how love is the answer and to all of our issues, every seeming problem that we come across. And we'd love to have your help. So if you have a question, or an issue that you would like to bring up for our podcast show, you can email us at loveisalwaystheanswer at gmail.com. That's loveisalwaystheanswer at gmail.com. And we'll use discovery and inquiry to explore all the issues. So please don't hesitate to send us your questions. Again, that is loveisalwaystheanswer at gmail.com. And I'm going to just go off script a little bit and, and um, say that where this came from is when I was a child growing up, uh, I'd visit my Amish grandparents' house and they'd have these Bible signs all over. And my grandmother had one sign that just said, love is the answer. Wasn't attributed to any Bible verse or anything like that. And I used to hang upside down on the couch and look at that and, and ask myself, is that true? Could that be true? Could love be the answer to this problem? Could it be the answer to that problem? And so that's kind of what we're going to be doing at the end of every podcast here is taking one particular problem, issue, question, and investigating. Could love be the answer to this? So we, we really invite you to send us your questions. So now let's bring in our guest, Sebastian. We are thrilled to have you. Um, how are things in Argentina? Hello, everyone. Um, well, I'm here um, in a beautiful autumn, um, a wonderful weather, and you know this time of the year is very beautiful and peaceful for this part of the world. So um, things are doing fine. So it's autumn there. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, South I, America, the tip of South America. I mean, I, I, I would, shows you what I know. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we're very, we're very honored, Sebastian, to have you, and thank you so much for taking your time out to join us today. It's really, it's really a treasure to have you. And um, 
So we're gonna go with, with our first question for today, something we uh, will be asking all of our guests on our podcast. And so I would like to ask you, what does love mean to you? <laughs> Thank you very much. It's my honor to be here. And I would say that love is everything for me. I strongly believe and feel that life without love means nothing. What is a dinner without love but just a simple social gathering but with love, it's a celebration. That is the example that uses a course of love. And I strongly believe and feel that is absolutely true. What is our intelligence without love? It makes us cruel. What is our courtesy without love, it becomes hypocrisy. So everything is nothing for me without love. So I would say that if I couldn't live in love, I rather haven't be created because I think the only reason that gives meaning to me is to live receiving and giving love. I know that love is the reason of my existence and It's everything to me, so I can't even imagine life without love. I don't want to live without love. So when you talk about love, I'm taking for granted that you're not talking about sentimental or romantic love. You're talking about something else, something like A Course of Love talks about it as if it's uh, joining that love is joining and and acceptance like an embrace an open heart does that agree with what you're talking about when you talk about love yes definitely um, I'm not talking about romantic love or what sometimes is called as love in the world. I talk about a love that has no beginning or end and makes you live in the fullness of who you are. For me, love is what I am as God created me to be. 
So love and the truth of who I am is the same for me. So union and joining myself for me means to be able to live in a stage of being completely who I am as God created me to be. Would you agree, Sebastian, that everyone is love? That's who we all are? Yes, definitely yes. And the reason why I say this is because the essence of what we are is equal for everyone and that is love because God is love and love is our source. So the other person or whatever the other is, because it could be a flower or an animal or whomever is the other, gives me the opportunity to know myself. Because I know myself, extending love, and for me, love is union, and union is a relationship. So because you are love, and I am love, we together can be united in the truth of who we are and experience that reality of our true self. Lovely. Yeah, thank you. What was coming for me was, um, would you say too that lo love is the energy of, of creation, of everything? It encompasses everything and it also permeates everything. The trees, the flowers, the rivers, the wind and us. Would you, would you say something similar to that as well? That it's just the energy of a creation, which is, and since we're all connected, it's who we are. Absolutely. Um, that's why I say that love is everything. Mm, yeah. Because love is the, what we can see as the manifestation mm. and also what is behind it or beyond the manifestation. So we are here to express the love that everything is. So I wanted to get into your books. So I have to tell you that um, I have um, a certain amount of what I consider to be healthy skepticism about um, other people saying, Jesus told me to tell you this, or, uh, the angels said this, that uh, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, I, you know, I can probably access stuff myself. So I just wanted to bring that out and ask you to talk about these beings that are coming to you and what that's like and who you see them to be. Are they outside of yourself? Are they a part of yourself? Are they a reflection of yourself? Are they archetypes from within you? Or are they separate from you? 
where are these people coming from? And um, have, if you have any idea of why they've taken this form to deliver their message. And now I'll shut up and let you answer. Thank you for that question. I think it's a fundamental question. Um, when I say Archangel Raphael said this, or Archangel Gabriel, or Jesus or Mary, or the voice of Christ, it's because it is what I mean. Um, so they come to me with their own identity. But at the same time, I know their essence is the same as me. So the important message here is to keep us unity as one, the I that we are, and the totality and oneness that we also are. So this manifestation could be, you know, be expressed or carried through just one voice. But there is a message why different beings came to me and still come to me. Um, and it's about identity. What they want us to know is how much they love our humanity. And the message here is that our humanity is as holy as our spirit. And they want us to understand that there's nothing wrong with us, with who we are here and now, even with our personality and our body. So Archangel Raphael explained to me very clearly the risk that we are running in this time of history about spirituality, which is the risk of losing our identity and creating more conflict in our identity if we don't integrate the uniqueness of who we are and the love that is our essence. So you ask a question about whether these are outside of me or inside of me or they are um, you, you gave different options. And I would say they are all of that at the mm. same time. Why do you think it's so hard for humans? Why do I feel it's so hard? What? Right. It's hard to be a human. Sometimes I think that the other beings look at us and think, man, it really took a lot of courage for you to show up in that atmosphere and in that, set, in that setting. So it's like, why? And, and if you don't have the answer for this, it's fine. I'm not, I think it might even be a rhetorical question, but um, it's hard to be human a lot of the times. Most of the time, because we came to a dimension to experience suffering. So, here we are addressing the mystery of suffering. So um, it's part of this experience. 
being human means to walk through the whole human experience. And that includes pain and suffering and also happiness and graceful feelings because this is a dimension of duality and that creates the whole experience of duality and suffering is one of the biggest questions we have as human beings. So I think the important thing about suffering is to integrate it. Once we know this is part of this experience, we need to integrate that. Um, it is what it is and it has a purpose. It has a purpose. And that purpose, according to what it was revealed to me by Jesus, was that this dimension, including everything that it has, is the perfect way to come to me faster and easier to remain forever and ever within my embrace. Mm. Thank you. So these are like advanced classes, actually, that we're in. <laughs> we're in the AP version. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for that extra clarification, Sebastian. And so I, I had a, um, a question that I wanted to get into uh, about the actual process of your receiving the messages from the angels and Jesus and Mary. So um, I do have a question. I wanted to read something quickly from your book. Um, but you, uh, in the beginning of um, Choose Only Love, um, which was released, I think, October of 2019, and everyone can get that on Amazon.com now. So everyone knows that. Choose Only Love. And there's an English version, and there's also the Spanish version. Um, so you said that, um, this started happening in October uh, of 2018, October 3rd, 2018, and, um, you received, um, magnificence, beauty, and benevolence that cannot be described, uh, with perfect clarity, you understood it to be the glorious Archangel Raphael, and he introduced himself saying, I am the medicine of God. And then you were, due to your Catholic background, you were, are, you were given, um, not, I think it's nine days of the traditional novena. And so after you completed the nine days of the novena, um, I would like to read something. I want to have a question for you on the process of receiving, you know, the transmissions. Okay, it says, the day after finishing this novena of prayer, I had my first glorious visit from a choir of countless angels of God, accompanied by Arch Archangel Raphael and Archangel Gabriel. Their love and beauty were indescribable, and through them came the ineff ineffable voice of Christ. The voice also showed itself in symbols visible to the spirit. 
I express their meaning in written words, as well as recordings of my voice. So I wanted to ask you, I'm curious about the whole process and what exactly, it may be hard to describe in words, but you saw symbols. Uh, you, heard, you heard a transmission from the angels and you actually saw symbols. And then from the symbols, you were able to transcribe it into Spanish and then another transcription into English. So I was wondering if you could share a little bit about, about what symbols um, did you see and how and what, what the process of all that was with your receiving these symbols. This is the way it, this manifestation works in my case. Um, it is presented to me symbols which are not describable. Um, it's, a, it's an image um, and in that image within those symbols my spirit, my mind and my heart can understand in a blink of an eye, the whole message. Um, then I received that uh, chapter or message or session, and I start to work into the process of translating those symbols from the spirit to human words. It's a translation, literally speaking, from the language of love to the language of the mind, mm -hmm. here and now. So my spirit sees the symbols, my spiritual ears listen to the music of heaven, and beyond those symbols is the voice of Christ, giving me the message mm -hmm. and then they go away and I'm alone with Archangel Raphael and Gabriel to move into the process of putting this into words. I know it's asking a lot for you to take all that you've been given in try to reduce it down to like one message for all of humanity, but I'm gonna ask you to do that anyway. And if you could just give us the most important message that the angels and Mary and Jesus and, and all of these holy beings that have come to you want human beings to know, could you tell us what that is as succinctly sure. as you can? Okay. Sure. Um, the message here is very simple, although it has a lot of meaning. The message here is that you and me and everyone are ready to live as the Christ who you truly are. So 
humanity is now in a stage of being able to live as a new humanity, to live as the love that we all are. And this is what is going to happen. We are going to be, to see more and more Christ in the earth because we are ready to do that. Beautiful. Yeah. Would that be similar to maybe like say um, heaven and earth are no, long, no longer separate, but they're now one. Bringing heaven to earth, but not even bringing, it's, it's, it's no longer, you know, two separate things. It's heaven and earth are one. Would that be similar? It's exactly like that because heaven and earth, it's the union of our humanity and our spirituality. Divinity. So, yeah. Right. Um, so we are a new humanity and we are becoming more and more expressed as the Christ who we are. Um, and that's basically what we are doing here to show the Christ who we are. Okay, thank you, Sebastian. Um, well, we have a um, question of the week, but I just wanted to say thank you uh, for sharing all this and um, we wish you the best with uh, your books that are coming out. I'd just like to say there's seven of them, is that correct, that are gonna be coming out? The first one was Choose Only Love, and there'll be a series of seven, which are being published by Take Heart Publications. And we know that whoever's supposed to receive these books, it's gonna reach the right people at the right time. So I just wanted to thank you for that. And now we're gonna turn to our question of the week. Um, so, Laurel, do you have something for us? <laughs> Our question of the week. Yes, <laughs> we and can of course, join in and discuss. We're that. we're recording this during the quarantine of the pandemic. Yes. So the question of the week is: How is love the answer to the pandemic? as well as the feelings and the situations that come with it. So that's what I'd like us to look at. How is love the answer to the pandemic? Who wants to go first? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll be brief, but yeah, for me, it's, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, since love is our way of, <coughs> excuse me, a true way of being and uh, it's really our home I, I feel like love is that inner sanctuary it's it's home you know the phrase home is where the heart is and I feel like you know with the global pandemic and everyone is being called to stay home you know figuratively and literally to stay home and to go within. And um, for, for so me, it's, it's like this um, call to take this inward journey into our own hearts 
and to really feel the essence of who we are, which is love. And outwardly expressed, it's the same because I've noticed throughout the times that we've been in this quarantine, uh, there's a lot of connection going on in the community. Um, especially for me within the Course of Love community, there's a lot of Zoom groups and spontaneous gatherings. And then we had the Easter service online last weekend um, with John Mundy and everyone. So yeah, I just feel like it's, it's a call to go within and to really feel that essence of, of who we are and then to share and extend that with others. And that's, to me, that's love is the answer. I think it's, it's a deep calling to union and relationship. And I see it happening in my own personal experience. I have to refer to um, our earlier discussion about how uh, suffering is part of the human experience. And the reason why we would choose this experience is because we want to be on the fast track to knowing ourselves as Christ consciousness. So if we, if we apply that to this situation, we can see that um, we're getting such practice with loving even our uncomfortable feelings, mm -hmm. loving um, even a, a, a feeling of um, being unsafe or the world changing too fast or um, just the things that I used to count on, I can't count on before. And finding the resources within ourselves to love even that. I agree with all what you are saying and I would add that life is a mystery and it's so big to just, you know, limit it into one definition. However, we can talk about the aspect of the life being an opportunity. When we think about life as an opportunity, we can understand that life, this life, is an opportunity to wake up to the truth of what we are. And because the truth of what we are is love, this life gives us the opportunity to express that love. And because the expression of who we are is the only way that we have to know ourselves, then this quarantine or pandemia give us, gives us the opportunity to express love in different ways. If life sent me to be at home alone, maybe it's a good opportunity to love myself and to express that love to me. And if I'm with my family, it's an opportunity to express love with my family members. Or if I'm in a position in which I can do something for others, I have plenty of opportunities to express love um, within the oneness. So I see, based on the experience that I have, 
is that this situation also allows us to be more aware of the humanity as a family, as a oneness. Um, and I think that's part of what we need to know and we are awakening to that. And that is a true blessing at the end of the day. It is. Yeah, beautiful. It might seem odd to look at a pandemic as a blessing, but I think there are a lot of us who've known that ha than it is for, for a long time. And I think you're right. I think everybody's gonna know it in the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so how is love the answer to loneliness? I'll go first. Um, well, for me, it's um, sometimes when I feel lonely, um, it's about just giving myself the space to feel that way. And something happens in that space. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's like coming into a groundedness and a presence where I am feeling, I am feeling held. It doesn't feel that way in the beginning when I feel lonely and I've actually struggled with a lot of loneliness and depression in my life. Um, but for me, what I've learned through my own experience is to sit with it and give it space and welcome it, not push it away. And in words that I can't even explain, you know, there's a miracle shift that happens. I don't know how to explain it, but the more I sit with it, the more I allow room for spaciousness and just to be with myself and to let whatever feelings there are to arise, somehow, something happens i don't know what it is there's a shift there's a miracle something transforms and it's able to all pass through and then i feel i can feel the embrace um and that's that's what's working for me i can i'm only speaking from my own personal experience uh, but it is about honoring who I am in the moment and welcoming whatever experience is arising. And for somehow, somewhere, it all comes together. <laughs> I can't explain it. But that's, yeah, that's what's happened for me. Thanks, Lynn. I was reading something, um, you know, in the general media, I guess, the other day that I thought was a really good analysis of the sensation of loneliness. And it talked about how um, when we are lonely and we're missing connection, we actually need connection on two levels. We need the first level is a feeling like we're supported and um, accepted for who we are, like a sense of belonging. Um, and then the second uh, part of it is a need for intimacy. And intimacy is, can be achieved by as simple as having someone um, present while you share whatever's important to you at this time and having someone just really show up with you for that. So 
in a practical sense, applying those two things, um, you know, there are, there are ways, there are people that we know accept us for who we are. We can reach out to them. Um, and there are, uh, there are people in our lives that we know will hold and receive what's important to us in the moment. So for me, like recognizing when it comes and go, oh, I'm lonely, I'm experiencing loneliness. Um, knowing that what it is that I actually need, it's like a self-love, love is the answer in self-love that I can actually just connect with those people and receive um, the connection that I'm longing for. And of course, ultimately loneliness is the need for connection, is the need to recognize that I'm not separate. I'm not by myself. Um, I'm connected to all that is. Um, and that can be, that can be translated in a lot of ways, but in a really practical way, we can get it from other people that we know will provide that for us. You're up, Sebastian. I'm really happy to listen to this question because I believe loneliness is one of the biggest challenge in these current times. So it's a universal feeling that we all have in one way or another. Um, and I think love is the answer um, because when we join whatever we feel, it happens what Lynn said at the beginning, the feeling of loneliness comes to us to say something about us. And that message of love is a miracle that is revealed to us when we embrace it. I could find, I could found um, based on my experience that within each feeling, there is life. So whenever the feeling of loneliness come to us, love will join, us, join that feeling and give you the transformation that um, is the miracle that Lynn mentioned before, I guess so. So, it calls us to love ourselves, to ask us the question of why should I feel bad or wrong when I am with myself? There was a time in which I felt deep loneliness and I didn't like that. And mm -hmm. trying to be one with that feeling and to keep with that feeling um, as much as possible. 
um, without trying to run away from that, um, I could once understand that the problem of feeling loneliness or feeling wrong with my loneliness is because I don't love myself enough. When I understood that, I never felt loneliness anymore because I understood that we are fear, we feel fear, we are afraid of being alone because we are afraid of being with us. But if I'm my best friend and I love myself and take care of myself and I treat with sweetness and tenderness to me, then loneliness disappears. So the message of loneliness in my case was love yourself with an unconditional love and find in your heart that you are the most beautiful thing and creation that can ever be created and enjoy who you are. So once you discover how beautiful you are, how wonderful you are, and how important you are, you will never feel loneliness. Thank you so much. Yeah, beautiful. Well, we've Thank come you. To... Well, <laughs> we're coming up on our time. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's really about it for today. Um, and thanks so much, Sebastian, for joining us. It's really an honor to have you. And next week, uh, we're going to have, or I'm uh, sorry, two weeks, we're going to be doing this every two weeks. Uh, we're going to have our next guest is Cole Nazaviski is going to be joining us from Australia. And we're going to probably be talking about feelings and emotions. So that'll be in two weeks from now. And um, Laurel, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, actually, um, I just remember that if you're interested in studying with other people about love and a course of love, there are free Zoom groups available. Lynn facilitates a group on Thursday afternoons, and I'm starting one this Sunday afternoon. Um, so right the 19th I, and so there are lots more times that are available and um, so if you would are interested in joining a group to talk about love and learn about love go to uh, courseoflove.org and look under groups and of course all of these are free and um, we would love to have you Okay, well, thanks for joining us, everyone, on our podcast, Love is the Answer. We really do love you, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. And don't forget to send your questions in, loveisalwaystheanswer at gmail.com. <laughs>